0: Nova.
1: Yeah, now the old bonfire or starting a fire. Uh, accelerant. We used to use it at Mitsubishi. I actually got a warning once for putting accelerant on my hand and lighting it up. Very entertaining Is it for like everyone a petrol? around. Yeah, you just accelerate. Yeah, you just did as you, soon as you put a, a flame to it, you burn you your hand straight up. Oh, no, I didn't. I, just, no. I got it out really quickly. That's a great game. It was funny, oh, but yeah. one of the big bosses just happened to be on the line at the time, so oh, I got in a bit of trouble. It's annoying. Uh, but bonfires, a lot of people don't want to do. Just go and get some, what do you call it? The, what's the little stuff that you put on first? Coal? No, Jeffy's? no, no, no. The kindling. The kindling, on, yeah. yeah. Kindling, Yeah, the yeah, little yeah. stuff. You know, sometimes that can be a long process there. Mm. So accelerant or maybe some petrol can get the fire started really quickly. A lot of people don't know how much you have to put on, though. It's only a tiny little bit. There was a big spring carnival that was over on in France, um, and they have this huge bonfire every year, and everyone gathers around, Mm -hmm. and they have all the huge logs set up, so they go up into the sky, and they try to start it with a bit of accelerant to get it going. Now, someone completely stuffed up and just went way too hard. And this is what dads usually do. Yeah, sure. They put too much of the stuff on. All right, kids, everyone stand (laughs) back. So everyone's there. You can hear the kids all laughing, playing. They're ready for the bonfire to start. Now everyone was fine everyone my was my what's what's the window so, yeah. is that a building
2: is that a car no, what's the smashing sound no, there
1: was fences everything it went everywhere Couple My
2: of people were taken God. to hospital, but they're okay. Jeez. So the work experience kid was in charge of putting the amount of fuel on the Just, fire. Yeah, I mean the bonfire was great. Yeah, after yeah. that, it was
1: it was flaming. Everyone got the marshmallows out, and <laughs> it was nice and warm. few people that couldn't marshmallow, they were in hospital. But thirteen twenty fourteen, give us a call if someone's gone a little bit too hard with the accelerant and and something's gone wrong with a bonfire. Keith in Parramatta, what happened to you, mate?
3: Um, yeah, I went to the light of fire a couple of years ago in Adelaide, and I uh, may put a lot of petrol, and I didn't realise. Went to light it with a depot.
4: Went in there,
3: nothing happened. Went in closer, uh, oh. lit the paper, and ended up burning up all my side of my arm, oh. side of my forehead, side of my hair. Mm. I Had a fresh haircut going to Melbourne the next day. When I was running away from the fire, my eyelashes were burning as no. well. Oh I mean, no! I could just see, like red across it.
2: I
1: couldn't find my Zippo anywhere after that. Oh, so, how annoying is that? Because that's your best <laughs> friend, your Zippo, your Zippo too, yeah, isn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah. they're hard to find, Keith. I mean, was, was there a bit of a chuckle, or were people worried with you for your safety, Keith? Oh, we're all pissing
3: ourselves laughing. I've been doing quite a lot of for year, so it's yeah,
2: a bit of a thrill. But... Oh, mate, it's so yeah. funny, Keith. And, you know, the like smell the of the burning hair break. is so bad, too. <laughs> so you
1: would have been sort of laughing at that, and then it would have been, where's my Zippo? See, so when when you get a call up on the screen, I don't know mm-hmm. if we're going to take him, but when you see Dan from Woi Woi, I think to myself, there's a good bonfire oh, story. I don't know if we're allowed to get Dan on. <laughs> Dan's being Dan. vetted at the moment.
2: So far, he hasn't passed security.
1: I think there is a stage in every teenager's life where you do get a little bit addicted to the flame. Yeah, yeah. you do. It's up you to like the to fireworks. light things up. And mm-hmm. there's
5: always that one guy at the party, and we had, because I grew up in Cos Harbour, so yeah. there's a lot more land where you can have a bonfire, and there's always those pranksters in your year that think it's funny to be the one to run through the fire. Oh, yeah, jump it. Forgetting, of course, that if you do step in it, it's not as flat as the land around it. And we Mm -hmm. did have a guy, um, (laughs) Jimmy Stevens, Uh, stepped on it. Unfortunately, hit the wrong side of a log, went to ground all of a sudden. And he he quickly clambered out of it uh, and was fine. But that moment of panic that's like, oh, God, there's now a drunk man in the fire. (laughs) He's burning. This is not a good time. Great fun.
2: (laughs) Gather (laughs) around, everyone. Great entertainment. (laughs) You're not going to believe it. He's made it through. Dan and Woi Woi. Welcome to the show. What's your story, Dan?
3: Good morning again. Um, we had um, crackin' lights back in the day, as you remember, and uh, my um, dad's friend uh, decided to pour some fuel on the wet timber. Great. Um, it ended up all the fumes, it was sitting there for about an hour and a half, and all the fumes sort of drifted down the valley, oh. and um, yeah, when they lit it, the whole place just burnt the trees oh. and everything.
1: So and, it went through the whole valley, Dan?
4: Yeah, the, the, the vapours ran down this, it was like an embankment down into a creek area,
5: yeah. mm-hmm. and um, Luckily, everything was wet, but, yeah, it could have been really bad. Uh, but, yeah, I just remember, a, a, like, a blanket of flame
6: um, running down the hill,
1: and we all just failed and just ran. Oh, Very is... Australian.
2: I mean, we have bushfire <laughs> issues in this country, but, you know, when you want to start a
1: fire, get out the field. And and the immediate response is... Hey, I, I've got at least I got the fire started. Yeah, the fire you know going, what I mean? Yeah. I don't have any eyelashes or eyebrows, but I've got the fire no, we've started got going. going. We're warm, aren't we? You don't have any hair either. Married at First Sight last night. I mean they're just dragging it on. Basically what they're doing because it's raining, okay. They're just introducing more episodes where they lube them up with alcohol and mm-hmm. then just sit around the dinner party. Last night was a bit of a doozy though and I think a lot of people will be talking about it today because well first of all the runaway bride. Lauren, do you remember at the start shit they spent one night together. He was with jo- she was with Jonesy yeah, and anyway. right. And one night, remember he woke up in the morning, she was gone. Disappeared. He waited there for two days in the hotel room. That's right. She wouldn't pick up her phone, and she was gone. She came back. No way. And she got lubed up herself. She got quite pi Yeah. And she was decided to sit down next to Andrew and have a bit of a crack at him.
7: You try and be the joker, but guess what? Your joker cards are all...
5: People joke for different reasons. I joke with my mates the same way I would joke around with you.
3: Do
2: you know what?
1: You're a cocky little God! She's a treat. Well, see, there was another article over the weekend with a few contestants saying, look, that's what they try to do. Like, they, they, they say that producers at some stage were going, oh... Your drink's run out. Here's another one.
6: Yeah. I've had enough. I
1: mean, that's what happened in the Big Brother house. They used to lube you guys up, didn't they? Yeah. No, but we used to get
2: cut off at a certain stage. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you watch the first episode of The Bachelor every season, Mm. how much champagne do you want girls? That's Mm. how they get their first episode.
1: Now, do you remember Anthony? Anthony was the one that said to Nadia numerous times, you frigid, yeah, I'm not getting anything out of you. He was quite rude to her. And he said, you need direction in your life. I don't know what you're doing with work. You need to work it out. But Nadia stayed with Anthony. You know what I mean? Uh So at the end of the show last week, we thought that they were together. Now, when they went back to the dinner party last night, Nadia rocked up by herself, Sarah. Aww. Everyone's going, Where's Anthony? Good question. Have a listen to this.
0: Everything was all good. Oh, yeah. yeah, so everything was like quite normal yeah, we'll and we okay. did a catch up and the catch-up was fine, but I did notice it was a little bit of a bit of different and then I came back to Sydney. And as soon as the camera stopped rolling, he dropped me like a hot cake. Oh.
1: So why would you, why would you go through that whole process of being on camera and then as soon as they turn them off? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, that's it, love. It was yeah. never going to work. Well, oh,
0: maybe he didn't want to be disliked. You know how everyone turns on him. If he, we would have turned on him if he dumped her on camera.
2: Yeah. So I haven't seen a lot of this. Is anyone together? All I'm hearing is disaster stories. Tell
1: me, that someone found love. I think there's two couples that are still together. Right. You know Simon with the curly hair. Oh yes, yeah, Simon. Yeah, knows. he's still with his Mrs. Okay. And one of the twin girls is still sure, with her sure. guy. Sure. Okay.
2: Thank God. Can Sharon. We, yeah, that's right. Can we
1: talk about um, Cheryl though? Now Cheryl was the one who unfortunately got dumped from her first husband, and then she ended up with Andrew Jonesy. We just heard about mm-hmm. that. You know, Lauren gets Jonesy was with two girls. Cheryl was the other one, and yes. that was a complete disaster. Gotcha. So there was a moment where she had to sit down. I don't even know this other girl's name, but Cheryl's decided to have a go at this other. (laughs) This just sums up Cheryl's life. You're the
7: fakest girl I've ever met. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye. Handle it. Goodbye. Oh my god. Bye, Felicia. The only thing fake about me is my boobs, and maybe some of my lips.
2: (coughs) <coughs> wow. She can barely okay. talk, this So fake. Well, here's a moment from the real housewives of Wives of Sydney. Just play the same grab. Yeah, it's all here's the same the stuff. Yeah, I've this ever was met. last goodbye, night's episode. Goodbye.
7: Goodbye.
2: Yeah, it's Lisa goodbye. Oldfield.
1: Oh my god, um,
7: And
0: Maddie.
2: And
1: Maddie, yeah, yeah.
7: And maybe some of my lips. It's all the same stuff.
1: Cheryl is the next Lisa Oldfield, isn't yeah. she? Good Not luck, Cheryl. Lock her in. I think she's got a new bloke, though, Cheryl. He's been done for um, trafficking coke, but she's found love. Doesn't right. matter. You find love in all different oh, places. that's all right. So good luck to Cheryl. Jay their Love life. Can we give her some gold class tickets for yeah, her and yeah. a new bloke? Yeah, I'll hook her up. And uh, maybe a bum bag for him as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a sniffer dog. <laughs> we get them a dog. We get them a beagle. That's, That's interesting. interesting. If you've seen a celebrity doing something completely ordinary, we have got date night. Uh, and also, we've also got $100 to spend at Westfield for Amazing. the best celebrity doing something completely normal. Yep, we got some great calls last week. Have a listen. I
7: saw Kevin Rudd changing a nappy in South. I was at work and went over to the one person at the table and it was Eric Spanner. He ordered a Snitty and a flat white. <laughs> On a flight from LA to New York, I saw Danny DeVito. But I've
4: seen Russell Crowe smashing a pizza at Crustin
2: I mean, that's the sort of detail you want don't you? I mean, right. I that's... Mean, Eric
1: Banner having a schnitzel and a flat white. See, I was a Great bit disapp- detail. Kevin Rudd changing a nappy, Sarah, was good. That person didn't win last week. Right? You are a bit cruel cool no, on that I, one. No,
0: I was a bit tough last week. Maybe I'll be gentler this All week. All right, then. find some
1: heart, please, Sarah. Okay. Sam on the central coast. Who did you see, Sam?
4: Uh, hello, boys. I saw Peter Garrett walking outside
3: my work just picking up his car.
2: Wow. Oh, you sure You wow. sure it, you're sure it wasn't Fitzy?
1: They do look no. very
3: similar. <laughs> he definitely knew that I knew who he was. Yeah, right. right. Was he driving? So
1: I would I would think he'd be driving a hybrid car or something like that, Sam. Do you know what he was driving?
5: Silver Audi, brother. Oh, oh Silver, Silver Audi. Nice.
1: Okay. Wow. Jeez, he's doing all yeah. right. Yeah, well, that midnight tour coming up, I think the boys are going to make a bit of money out of that. Well, they're reforming, yeah. That's Sam, a thanks, good buddy. start. Bree and Manly, who did you see, Bree? Hey, fifteen and
7: Ripper. Um, I saw Nick off uh, Married at First Sight are down in Manly walking to a news agency. Oh. Um, no Sharon in sight,
1: though. Oh, oh Brie, there you go.
2: That's That's got any other girls around, Bree?
7: There was no other girls around, no. I, look, I would have stopped and asked him a, a couple of questions to see if I could get the hot scoop for you guys, yeah. but um, I was unfortunately running late. He,
1: he's a good-looking guy on television. What was he like in real life, Bree? I
7: think you was even better in real life,
1: well, to be
2: look honest. It okay. <laughs> well, so you can settle yourself no. down, Brett. All right, Brett. Like, well, we've just
1: <laughs> entered you into next season. Well done. You're on married uh, at first sight or the last resort if you're having a few problems with your husband.
2: Sure. Thanks, Brett. Abby and Leichhardt, who did you see? Hello, Abby.
1: Hi, how are you?
7: Who
2: did you see, Abs?
7: Um, I saw Gaz from Geordie Shore, Broadway,
1: Shopping <sighs> Centre having I Nandos. Oh, Gaz, the Oh, Gaz! I love donkeys. Gaz. Sarah, I, I know ca- he's
7: such a pig.
0: So
1: you know what? You could probably if he was eating if he was eating at a food court, I would not even eat, eat near his table. He would have had a few diseases over the years, oh, Gaz, wouldn't, wouldn't he?
0: Yeah. And Why Charlotte's you- in Sydney this week, so are they going to meet up? Even though they're not together. Why do you anymore? love him so much, sir? Because he's just awful. He, I don't <laughs> love him. We just love to watch <laughs> him. He's a well, horrible
1: human being. Uh, <clears throat> what is he? He's mid-twenties, and mm-hmm. he reckons he's had over a thousand women.
0: Yeah, no, he's foul.
1: Very Matt De Groot. Mm. Uh Deb, oh. welcome to the show. Who did okay. you see, Deb?
7: Hi, Fitzy Whipper. I saw Jack Johnson on Friday night at the Mayor's Club up in Byron Bay. Is he? Oh, I yeah.
4: just getting around. Mate,
1: he's a great performer. Did he perform, or was he just having a oh, beer, Deb?
7: In my eyes, he did. He, he's still gorgeous. Um, he was having dinner with, his, uh, with a mate. with the, There was five kids, so...
2: He had his kids with him and yeah. Wow. he was massive, hey, wasn't he? We to need Jack Johnson in the
1: Can we congratulate as well. Well done, Pete uh Pete Murray had his secret wedding. He's yes. got a new wife. That's
2: right, in which Byron is awesome. Bay. He
1: came and performed here at Nova as well. Love Pete Murray. Yeah, He's got a new Friday. album. New album coming out. He does. Superstar. Love that man. Brendan in Wollongong. Who did you see? Brendan
4: A yeah, Legends. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just saw, uh Really weird. I thought Matt of it, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What was he doing, mate? Where was he?
4: Oh, it's kind of strange. He was doing a worm oh, and oh, bribing no. women for money, for kisses,
1: and oh. <laughs> where, where was this at, <laughs> at? Where was this at, Brendan?
5: Sydney FC game. <laughs> like, let's put some context around it. All right, I'll jump <laughs> in, Brendan.
2: I'm going to save the confusion here. What you're going to hear a little bit later on in the show, right? Uh, Matty De was the halftime announcer at the Sydney FC Melbourne City game on the weekend, Allianz Stadium. What Matty didn't know was that I jumped in the commentary box, got in his ear and he had to repeat everything I said. This so, Brendo, brilliant. the poor guy, Matty DeGroote, was on the field and had no control. So, that would explain why Matt DeGroote found himself twerking.
5: Like he was having a stroke uh, for five minutes in front 20,000 people. This we'll tell
2: brilliant. you more about that a little later right on in on. the show, Brendo. All
1: right, Sarah, that's a tough That's a tough. It list. is.
0: Sadly, Brendan's not going to win with Matt DeGroote. Oh, well, that's uh, but I tell you what, because I wish I was there because I would have gone up and harassed him. Okay. Come myself, on. Abby, who saw Gaz from Geordie Shore. Oh, Sarah. It's my choice. A lot of
1: people them. don't even know who Gaz is. Well,
0: you're missing out then.
1: Well, the photos just look magnificent. Peter Stevanovic, Sylvia Jeffries, Kangaroo Valley. They tied the knot <laughs> over the weekend. And one man who doesn't mind a good wedding, or just to attend it, not to uh, have another one, is no. Richard
6: Wilkins. He joins us now. Yeah. Thank you very much, boys. I do love a good wedding, and it's nice to go to one where you're not standing next to the chick in the white dress. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Thank God, mate. You can spend a bit more time looking at the bridesmaids. Am I right, (laughs) Nicky?
6: Oh, mate, it was a a great group of friends. Quite a small intimate wedding, but uh, Sylvia and Pete, you know, are part of our our little work family, and we love them both dearly. And uh, Pete's like a brother to me, and Sylvia's like a sister. And uh, I'm honoured to. To work with them both and to see them just so happy on, and surrounded by so much love and friends and family, it was just a glorious weekend.
1: Did you give uh, Pete any tips on the prenup? You you would have gone through a few by now, uh, Richard.
6: Come on, <laughs> Come on, mate. Oh, Come on. Is... mate. no prenup required for these two. They'll be together for life. They're yeah. a great couple and, uh, you know, so, so fantastic.
2: Dickie, I mean, I know you've got a big heart. Can you take us to the moment where Sylvia walks down the aisle? Pete's there. Did you have a tear? Was it an emotional moment?
6: it was a glorious moment it was it was a i don't know if you guys have been to kangaroo valley a couple of hours south of sydney it's just a magnificent spot just yeah, beautiful yeah. you drive this zigzag road and you get down to this valley where there really are kangaroos and we all went down there well some of them were there earlier but uh most of us lobbed on the on the friday night and we went to they went to this little place and had drinks and stuff and everyone right. kind of caught up and yeah and then the wedding we didn't know i didn't know where it was but we, we you know we jumped in the bus and went to this uh, magnificent house um, up in the sort of hinterland, I guess. Mm-hmm. And with the most magnificent view, and we're all standing around there, this sort of lake, and and, uh, and the boys were all there, all those Stefanovic's and all their handsomeness were standing there. And then, um, you know, then the, the, the bridesmaids came out one by one, and Sylvia walked out with her uh, with, with her dad, and there were rose petals oh, flying beautiful, around. Beautiful. Oh, my, the only thing, the only pain was the the drone and the helicopter, but... uh oh, you yeah, know, of course, oh, you, you to do Paps, that. mate.
1: You've got to do that these days. Let's talk about yeah. the Stefanovics, um, and obviously we're focusing on Carl, because Carl did get up for best man speech and... Said well, f- yeah. well
6: that, that, that was incorrectly reported. Carl wasn't the best... I mean, he, if you ask him, he'll tell you he was the best man. But, sure. but Peter's best man was actually his old mate, Monty. Um, oh, Monty, yeah, from unit. Delta Riggs, Love Monty. Yeah, Mo- Monty was best man. He gave the best man speech. Uh, Carl sang a little song... Um, which I, I always encourage him not to do, but you know, nevertheless he pressed on with that. Um, uh, accompanied by his brother Tom well, on guitar. Dickie, yeah.
1: you wouldn't believe it. We've actually got the audio of now I think it was a bit of oasis. This is Champagne Supernova. Let's have a listen to Carlos. Oh,
3: dear.
2: Oh. Yeah, mate. Well, oh, it a was Beirut
6: jail but it, it
1: sounded like he was bringing the house down. A few chuckles during the speeches,
6: Dickie? Oh, um, mate, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd be mortified to know that that audio's out there, but um, <laughs> as, as as everybody else. But um, no, it was um, look, it was great. It, it was a really intimate, uh, intimate ceremony and an intimate uh, gathering. And yeah. one of the cool things they did during the the service was um. There was, we we all sung another Oasis song. We, we all sung Wonder, oh, N- Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah, great. Oh, Wonderwall, yeah. One of the best um, songs of all time, Richard. And also, Better Be Home Soon, the Neil Finns. Oh, kind of, the, sensational! So sung those songs like everybody sung them to, to an accompaniment during the during the service, which was so cool. I can't begin to tell you. I've never. I wish I'd thought of that a couple of weddings ago because it's a great idea.
2: <laughs> all hey. right, a bit of information for us. What time did you get to bed, Dicky?
6: Um. I'm not sure. Details are sketchy of that. Uh, oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I, we didn't see the sun come. I put it that way. Yeah, well, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Gilbert and I uh, went on, a, a, you know, a bit of a, a pie cruise. We had a, a one on yeah. the oh, one oh, on yeah. the Saturday morning. There's a, there's a place down there called the best pies in the world. Yeah. So. But which isn't, it's not even top three in Kangaroo
1: Valley. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Dickie, I don't know if you know this, but they are bringing out another episode of Planet Earth. Um, mm. and, and David Attenborough is actually, they're following you. They had cameras on you. And it was just, it's going to, we have slow mo footage of you stalking your prey on the dance floor mm. at the wedding there.
6: Only for um, Lance, I think. Um, and then. Un- d- I think that's untrue. <laughs> Did but you. It's a good- I thought you were going to say David Attenborough's doing the Great Aussie Pie Crawl or something like that. No, but no, no, it's just more you to, focused yeah. on your amazing did you,
1: habits. I mean, did you lock eyes with anyone on the dance floor, Richard, or did you just... You oh, know? mate.
6: No, just, just, just Carl. You know, no like, <laughs>
2: If there's no one else to hug, hug Carl. That's, general.
1: Mate,
6: that's a general mate, rule. You're a
1: good bloke. There's a whisper going around as well, Dickie, that uh, you've got two pools at your house. Is that correct? Or
6: Mate, details are sketchy. You have to check with the mate.
1: <laughs> Thanks for coming on, mate. Enjoy the rest of the time.
0: camera!
2: Sarah, everyone's upset with Tina Fey, is yeah, that right?
0: this is one that she's made a Donald Trump joke that has had mixed reviews. Basically, she was hosting this telethon over in the US. Uh, love, and a good she's f- love a telethon. Love a telethon. Anyway, she's always been very vocal, uh, uh, speaking out against Donald Trump. Uh, she made plenty of jokes at his expense on the night, even referencing um, those sexual assault or harassment allegations he was marred with during the election yes. campaign. Yep. And then she said this. Earlier tonight,
7: uh, you may not even know this, earlier tonight in what is surely an April Fool's joke, the president proclaimed that next month uh, will be National Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. So now we know what he gave up for Lent. That's good.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, she's not one to sit quietly in her chair no. Tina Fey's always had a swing She
7: doesn't
0: mince her words But to say that he's given up sexual assault for Lent over yeah, Easter That's, that's a probably call. a big bit call. rough The crowd were very mixed And they've sort of booed yeah. a little bit And she said, what does everyone have against Lent?
6: And
0: you
2: start going,
6: oh, it's funny there, she obviously though.
2: knew that I could have a she could have a uh, questionable response that's yeah. why she had that Look, plan
0: freedom of speech that's Good what it. it's all Go about it. guys John Legend performed a hilarious tribute to TV chef Gordon Ramsay on the nightly show over in the UK so gordon has been hosting the show all week and John Legend put some of his most vicious kitchen insults into songs how the f- did you burn
1: how the f- Did you burn ice cream?
5: You put so much oil in this The U.S. wanted to invade the plate
1: You put so much ginger in this
2: It's a Weasley It's (laughs) it's <laughs> actual quotes from Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. So funny.
0: He's a very funny man, John Legend. Uh, an unusual collaboration. J-Lo has gone on Instagram and said that she is going to be working with this new, well, not a new music star, but uh, a new dance music connection. Mm. You're never going to guess this one. Mm. Skrillex. Oh. Skrillex. Awesome. Wow. Skrillex and j It's a little Skrill-lo. bit odd
2: to scroller Jason, oh, Jason Oh, Jason Descroolo. Make that happen. It's hard
0: to imagine what the song's going to sound like, mm. but then I guess he did do some stuff with Justin Bieber, and that was a little That's more right. mainstream. Uh, so surely it would be good. Speaking of J-Lo, though, her new boyfriend, Alex Rodriguez, has come out and said that she is an amazing superstar and that they're having a great time dating. It's only been very uh, a few months for them, but they've already done this holiday together and they're papped everywhere together and they're clearly smitten, so that's very sweet. And they've even met each other's families.
2: Mm, the old watch this space, Sarah. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> Finally,
0: I know we give Crocs a bit of a hard time yep. on this show yep. and I still don't believe that they're trendy, but Crocs have brought on board... A few ambassadors to try and make the shoes look good. They've got John Cena and Drew Barrymore. Oh, come on. This quote is hysterical. Drew Barrymore says, um, Crocs are such versatile shoes and being a mum of two, it's important to be comfortable in what you're wearing. You will not see me without these for a while. That's because you're getting paid a fortune, darling.
1: Yeah, she, she would have to... What would you... We're talking millions to, to get be. a celebrity over the line to wear Crocs and yep. promote them. I had a friend staying at a
2: hotel and at the same hotel while he was there was a Croc convention. So it was all their industry leaders, mm. right, uh, from around the world. The variation of Crocs—I don't think you realise—it's not just your standard Croc that you see on the street. Some of them are high heels, and really? they're made of the same rubber, and the designs are just non-stop. Oh. And then there was the girl who invented the idea of putting those little yeah, bits the, in the hole—the extras on there—and she sold the business for thirty-two million dollars. Oh,
0: geez, maybe just I should s- eat my words.
1: Like. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, a little bit better than Salim Harjah. Uh Salim and a mate of his decided to go out on the weekend. Got in a bit of trouble Friday night. Was it Friday? No, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday
2: night, yeah, at the Star, I not think. At the Star there, got there. into
1: a taxi, got into an altercation. He's, he doesn't like taxi drivers, Salim, I don't does not know, know what it is. his machine, that's never fun. Well, remember over in Ibiza, didn't he get into trouble with a taxi yes, driver over there yeah, as well? Yes, he did. Um, so he got locked up for a night when he came out. Unfortunately, there wasn't anyone waiting for him, sir.
0: Yeah, so, so he had to get in a cab, didn't so he? he? had to
1: jump into another cab. Now, the cab driver then found out, oh, I've got Salim Mahaja in my car. I heard what you did to another cab driver last night. Mm-hmm. He wasn't happy. This is what happened.
2: The driver of the taxi, which Mahajra had just called, was told he had just been charged with assaulting a cabbie.
6: No way. Can you, can you get him out, please? You have a police officer here.
7: He wants to go in the cab.
2: The circus became a standoff. It's my choice. I don't want to drive them. A police officer had to step in. He wants you out of the cab. I I'm, uh, I'm not moving. And he didn't. Open the door. Open the door. Get out of the cab now. In the end, he relented.
7: Really bad day for
2: you, hey? no, Not at all. So, he had to wait for another ride, a Porsche, no less. Just sitting in the back of the car, waiting, waiting for someone to boot him out, the poor man. Do you know what's interesting, though, Sarah? Uh, I can't believe this. He obviously spent about eight hours in the Slammer on Saturday night, and we've got the hair and makeup artist from Channel ah. 9 who was actually in the cell with him, believe yeah, it or not. Right. He found himself in that one. Uh, welcome to the show, Chris.
4: Uh, hi guys, it's not Chris, it's Chris. Oh, it's Chris. With the double Z guys, Chris. Oh, I yeah, I've uh, spoken to you guys before, it's
2: Chris. That's right, um, good to have you on the show, um, Chris. Uh, how do you know Salim?
4: Uh, well, I actually don't. I was at the Star on the pokies, I was playing a little bit of KG Bird by myself, And I just heard this guy yelling out, 12 guys, 12 guys. (laughs) And I put my hand up. I said, I'll be one of them. And we just started hanging out and me and Selim became good mates overnight just at the start there. It was beautiful.
0: Well, so how did
4: the trouble start, Chris? Well, he wanted to go, Sarah. And I said, well, why don't we just catch this cab here? And we both jumped in and all of a sudden he decided he was hungry. So I suggested to him, well, why don't we go back to my house and I'll order some menu locks. The next thing you know, I look over and he's left his own menu log in the back seat. Oh. It was horrific. I mean, the decor of the taxi was shocking already. And then Salim had his own little mahaja. I mean, I've done some makeup of some horrible celebrities over the years, Sarah, but I, I can't polish that turd, that's for sure. Aww.
2: And, uh, <clears throat> Chris, how did the police get involved? Well, this is where I
4: unfortunately made a bit of a mistake with her because there was a bit of a blow-up from the taxi driver, which was understandable. And then there was a police officer in the area. He started running straight towards me and our eyes locked and I thought he was there to perform, so I grabbed his baton and he threw me to the ground, which I didn't like because I'm usually the dominant one. He handcuffed me before I could handcuff him and Salim stuck up for me and next thing you know, we're thrown in the clink together.
0: Oh, dear, how was prison?
4: It was horrible, Sarah. I was petrified. Petrified that no one would take advantage of me, and they didn't. Oh. I was I was only there for twenty four hours. I had fourteen showers. And no one showed up to me at all.
2: <laughs> just kept dropping the site. Have you spoken to Salim since you were both released yesterday?
4: Yeah, I gave him a courtesy call. I sure did. I said to him, "You just got to have your chin up, Salim, because you never know what's going to end up on it." And oh. He said, "Look, okay. he look, 'Look, you've got to get.' I you 'You've got to get used to the paparazzi, Salim.'" It's not going to
2: get any easier. It's only going to get my Oh, I, I, rec- <laughs> I reckon you finished on that chin joke last time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matty DeGroote, you were ground announcing at the Sydney FC game. Yeah, as
5: per usual, just mm-hmm. doing the halftime yep. activation. That yep. was all good and well, trying to give away some money. That was wonderful. Right up until the point that you, Michael, appeared in my
2: headset. This time tomorrow, uh-huh. you're going to hear the full rollout of what went down on Saturday night. Yes, Matty didn't know I was arriving at the ground. Hooded I was, storming into the commentary box, demanding to take over the controls. Brilliant. So poor MDG was in the middle of the field trying to do his professional service (laughs) to the footy club. And unfortunately... (laughs) The
1: rules were he had to repeat everything I said.
5: Um, mixed emotions. Would we say mixed? I would say universally disapproved. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> supporters, sporting supporters
2: can mm. be brutal, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know what the soccer crowd's like, mate. So when Matt Groot came out and said this, it was a bad start. Here we go. I am Matt Groot. I am Matt Groot. I love Melbourne City. And I love Melbourne City. <gasps> oh. oh.
5: That's a point. forgot about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we've had some fun. (laughs) Listen to the Sky Blue fans. It was also a particular (laughs) high point when the two teams ran out to start the second half and I was still on the field. And so the whole game, like that is the worst, most cardinal sin is yeah. delaying the game. Um, so there, well, was there was a few tweaks that I can, were universe, I can tell
2: you this. When Matt DeGroote's uh, photo and phone number went up on the oh. scoreboard, his phone is still ringing. Still ringing. Yeah, in mixed My feedback. actual
5: phone number. Imagine if I did that to you oh. in front of 25,000 people, put not only your phone number... <laughs> But a picture of me as my fattest son. Well, well <laughs> put it abuse. in the memory bank. Oh, yes. um,
2: here we go, some, some of the tweets that came through. Making jokes on the big screen about his girlfriend making love to a chicken. Classy, Matt DeGroote. Oh. Matt DeGroote is possibly drunk. Really weird halftime MC vibe. Now offering someone in the crowd $20 to kiss him. Terrible.
5: <laughs> my text messages as well, which honestly, my phone is still ringing. Thank you, mate.
2: Sackable offence Halftime routine Matt DeGroote You've been told Matt DeGroote Final warning mate. Yeah The, oh, the, I the text think a lot of, Just
5: had language That couldn't be unfortunately
2: repeated Unfortunately I think a lot of people Missed the reveal At the end When I came out And said what was going on So everyone was just Left thinking <laughs> Matt DeGroote Was just, just the a, biggest Weirdo on the planet uh, Tommy where are we at Was there any complaints Because I know that I don't know, we may have rustled a couple of feathers. Well, because we ran slightly over time with this stitch-up. So, yeah, as you say, DeGroote was still on the field um, when the players were trying to start the second half. A Sydney FC player told... Um, our cameraman to get the F off the field Oh, oh no. um, and the <laughs> Fox Sports <laughs> director the guy directing all yeah. the footage for Fox Sports um, was swearing very they loudly okay. in his booth yeah. well you're
1: just lucky that Sydney FC are dominating so yeah, much are. I mean if but they were struggling this season oh. you mate they would have hounded you but out of the stadium 50,
2: it was just when the players came back onto the field Matt DeGroote was still doing the worm on the ground <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, it's all a blur. Oh! I've not seen it
2: and maybe there was a <laughs> A dab plank, just for you Fitzgerald, oh, oh, wow. just maybe. So this time tomorrow, oh. you will hear everything that went down on Saturday night in a brilliant April Fool's Day stitch
1: up. That's oh, tomorrow gosh. on the show. It
3: is. Fitzian with
1: Nova. We're talking about people getting booted from weddings. What? Joe Bailey, the uh, hairdresser. I mean, I've, I've sat there for hours getting foils with Joe You're and just, just a great guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he's cutting your hair, he's an amazing yep. guy when he's having a few drinks and going to a wedding in bali uh he fires up a little bit he got escorted out of a wedding for having a go at the uh bride because she thanked a friend of Joe's before she thanked Joe. Very sensitive. I mean, Sarah the priest was lucky to last at your wedding. Let's be honest. Some of
2: the dirty jokes and the amount he had drunk.
0: Okay, well mm-hmm. you ex- you exaggerate slightly. He'd had one or two scotch. He juice. was flying. He was festive. This
1: is coming from the bloke who mm-hmm. brought a pack of cards with nude men on them and yes. was. Oh, well, this is S- coming from sticking a in the back p- yeah, back pocket of family members yeah, of Sarah's. This is that. this is coming from a
2: bloke who turned up half an hour late wearing a short sleeve <laughs> shirt to a. Black Black tie event.
0: Let's just say, if, if I ever find myself in that position again, neither of you are invited. So. I yeah. reckon
2: if you and Gary, wow. when you and Gary tie the knot, sure. mm. I reckon you got a couple of MCs you'd be turning to.
0: Yeah, Tommy and Matt. <laughs> to well <laughs> 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 oh. yeah, I'd love you.
1: to see Tommy MC. Good so would I. That would be, be good. You could straighten your hair for that, Tom. that would be nice. Jim's uh, nice. giving us a call from Wollongong. Who was kicked out of the wedding, Jim?
7: Hi guys. Hi love. Um, sorry, the best man, we we're, were at a wedding of 550 people, huge wedding in Sydney, and um, the best man was in the middle of the dance floor and something very naughty fell out of his pocket and the mother of the bride actually picked it up because oh. he oh. didn't know that it fell out. Oh. And, yeah, um, the bride wasn't very happy, so she booted him out.
6: Right, oh. some sort of
1: protection, was it there, Was James? it an ad- adult toy or something, was it? <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, something
7: that is... Something very naughty that he might have
1: taken. Oh, so did she oh. then. Right, okay. Did she then. Yeah,
7: she, well, she's actually, because he's from overseas, she picked it up not actually knowing what it was and she was holding it in the air like, oh my God, what's
1: this? Oh. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> We've got, no got, we got some whiz guys. We've got some whiz Any kids around? Pop,
2: pop it back in his pants
1: and watch him try and get back overseas. <laughs> Always a great joke. Oh, Kate Nengadine, uh, when were you kicked out of a wedding, Kate?
7: So I went to um, a family wedding actually and um, I'm a vegetarian and a diabetic and obviously my my family member is a massive meat eater, which is totally fine. Yep. And um, so the food came around and I was like, oh my God, I can't eat any of this. So I snuck downstairs, all I could find was some yogurt, started eating the yogurt and of course the groom and the bride saw me and booted me out and oh. still don't talk to me. That was about 10 years ago. What, just for eating the yoga? <laughs> just for eating some goddamn yoga. Are you now. serious? <laughs> I'm totally
2: Kate, did you, did you try and make contact with them after the wedding just to apologise or...? Yeah,
7: and like, like because it was a family wedding, the family was divided, so it turned to absolute hope. Like it was out of control oh. because... This is all over me eating yogurt. And so half the family was like, she's vegetarian and a diabetic. She needs to eat. And the other side was like, well... That's kind of rude. They've provided the food, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Give me a
1: break. Some people need to
2: see a big picture
1: I here. I just love our first caller. You had mm-hmm. some guy ducking off to the toilets to do something else, and then mm-hmm. there's Kate ducking off downstairs yeah. to sneak in some yoghurt. Yeah, she was sneaky. Oh, I've been busted doing <laughs> yep, yoghurt. She was going to dance all
2: night long after that yoghurt. Darren in Castle Hill, what happened at the... What did you see at the wedding?
4: Yeah, many years ago, a um, at the Packer wedding, a famous fashion designer was booted uh, for playing... The piano over the top of Elton John.
2: <laughs> which which Packer wedding was this, Darren?
4: It's the Packer and Jody wedding. Right, oh, a
1: Jodie. Yep. Okay, so Elton performed.
4: Yeah, it was at the family home, all set up in different rooms and whatnot, and Elton yeah. was performing. She'd had a few too many wines and uh, yeah, decided that she wanted to jump on stage and play with Elton. Uh, oh. Next, year, you know, two oh. skewer yards at one end. uh <laughs> Gently carried
2: out. Hey, Darren, I've got a bit of news for you. You're not leaving this show until you tell us who it is, <laughs> uh, so we can play um, a game of just guessing with a few questions, or you can just come out with it. Mm. Okay. Um,
1: Colin Dinigan. Last name Ho. Oh, oh Lisa, Lisa Ho. Ho. Wow. So, Darren, how did you find out about this? We were part of the catering crew. Oh, that is that just is.
2: brilliant. So, so <laughs> hang on a minute. So, she, Elton John, Elton John's performing, right? And then she yep. went up on the same stage with Elton, did she?
1: Yeah, and just
4: started smashing the keys. <laughs> 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 this is,
2: do you Wait, know what Tom, song he was
1: playing, there? Tom, Darren? we, we got to try to get uh, Le- Lisa Ho on. Yeah. We've got to try to get her on. Because, I, I, I look, look, I don't know if she wants to admit this, but Mate, now you could look back and have a chuckle, couldn't you? But to see Elton
2: John performing <laughs> Tiny Dancer or your song or something like that, right? And then Lisa Ho just comes in. no. <laughs> oh, Darren,
1: were you, oh. as the catering crew, you guys just would have been in your element.
3: Yeah, I was daft, but it was
2: fair.
1: Oh, God! All right, we're going to keep talking, but you
2: know what? I think you've got some backup here, Caleb, from San Susie. You were there too, is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, that's correct. So what was your role? Uh,
2: I was one of the
3: security
1: guards that was uh, looking after Elton John. Right, okay, so what, did you see her making her way up B-line for the piano, and did she get a few keys in first before you got to her, Caleb?
6: No, she uh, got to the top of the steps to
3: where the stage was, and I quickly escorted her off. What
1: was um, uh, What was Elton's reaction afterwards, Caleb? Was he pretty angry? No, no,
4: didn't
3: say anything about it at all. Actually, he was—I uh, think
6: he was probably surprised that she didn't make
1: it all the way to the—yeah, the sure, camera. right. And and then, how were the Packers' reaction, Caleb? Um, they—they well,
3: they didn't say anything
1: about it, but apparently, uh, she got put into a car and
4: uh, got sent
2: down. She got sent sent off sent home. to an island. <laughs> she got sent off. If you interrupt at a packer wedding, you're never <laughs> seen again. Um, and Caleb, was she clearly intoxicated, or what was the situation? Oh, look. I- I
3: would say she was um, you know definitely
2: over the hill as far as the alcohol was concerned. this yeah. is brilliant I mean at a not like that if you're invited to a pack a wedding mm. you're going to rip into it you can understand that but when you get tapped on the shoulder and you're pushed into a van
1: oh look it's and you know what at mm. the time Probably a silly idea, but down the track, it's a bloody good story to tell oh, down the pub, isn't it? It's a great chapter in your book. Oh, I got up with Elton John, mm-hmm. played a bit of Tiny Dancer. Yep. I wasn't in I wasn't in time. <laughs> wasn't, keys weren't in time. <laughs> and then I got ripped off. And that, straight into a car. Let's chase down Ho. i trying to Ho. call
2: her now. I yeah. would
1: suggest she will not come on this
2: program to discuss her performance
1: with Elton John. Anyone from the whole family we can get on that can maybe One movie we're very excited about, it's out next Thursday, April 12th, it's Fate and the Furious, The Rock, Vin Diesel, they're all back for another instalment and also this man who is a big fan of our country, Scotty Eastwood. Welcome to the show, Scotty.
3: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Mate, if we're ever going to have an ambassador for Australia, Scotty, I think you're our new ambassador, big fella. You love this country so much.
3: Oh, I sure do. Did you I sure do.
1: is it fair that you just hired a box of a car and just decided to start travelling around Australia?
3: Uh yeah, that was about eleven years ago. I did do that.
1: Where did you where did you go, <laughs> mate?
3: Uh I started on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Did the surf season up there. And then uh then I just went down to Sydney and, you know, Melbourne, and I sort of just did, did it all.
2: Yeah. And, Scotty, you've been here for a while now. I mean, we, we first bumped into you at the GQ Awards a while ago, but you've you've spent, you know, your weekends chasing waves around here. All going well?
3: Yeah, yeah. We've had an incredible time. Chasing the beautiful women around, it's been fun. <laughs> well, well, there's a couple of other rumors we have heard,
2: Scotty, that um, things have
1: been going well. Have, have, you, have you left a couple of little Eastwoods here? <laughs> <laughs> check, check, check it in, in a few
2: months oh, man. I mean is there any one special that stood out for you Scott or are you just
1: playing the field Mate, are too much. <laughs> <laughs> good Mate, you have, you, it's not like you have been just traveling around in a car, though. You have been very, very busy. You've been doing Pacific Rim, but also The Fate of the Furious, which is in cinemas April 12 as well. Mate, this franchise Looks huge. is absolutely massive. Do you know what you're getting into with some of these fans, Scotty?
3: You know, I mean, I think I sort of knew uh, Paul was one of my really good friends, so I knew how big it was and how much the fans loved the love the movies and so for me it was you know it was just an honor to be a part of it
1: who are more crazy scotty fast and the furious fans or taylor swift fans because we know you're in the wildest dreams <laughs> film clip as well how how, how recognize call. <laughs> who, who rips your clothes off more oh
3: that's a, that's a that's a pretty close call i don't know it might be too close to call it probably
1: yeah. have you kept in contact with taylor since that have you become friends
3: She's great. She's lovely. Uh, that girl's busy. I'll tell you, that girl is busy. She mm-hmm. is all over the
2: world. Oh, yeah. Scotty, do you still, how much critique do you get from the old man? Uh, you know, when he sees your work, does he put in a phone call and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking?
3: Nah, not like that. But, I mean, I think, I, you know, I, I think he'll always he'll always be someone that, you know, I look up to and, and sort of look, look forward to approval, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a tough one, Scotty. Because my old man coached me in football when I was growing up, and it was the worst thing ever. Because he just used to send me to the car to the car if I was stuffing around or anything like that. And you worked with your old man on Flags of Our Fathers. I mean, was he was he pretty good with you on set, or did you get told off a couple of times and you had to sit in the corner?
3: <laughs> uh yeah, he. I mean, he he was always pretty hard on me, mm. but I, I think you know, I think in a good way. I think that's that's how that's how fathers are. I mean, you know, fathers are, you know, supposed to be hard on their sons, so, you know, they harden them
1: up a little bit. So, Scotty, did you take an Australian girl away with you? Are you still in love with an Australian girl or are you still single, mate?
3: <laughs> no, I'm still
2: single. Uh, well, answer this question for me, Scotty. How many girls have you met that you've said you'll have to come and visit me back in the US? <laughs> <laughs> how many? <laughs> be- Dozen? I'll let
3: you I'll let you
1: Done. Man, I'm going to try to get it out of you somehow. Now we're really looking forward to it, mate. The Fate of the Furious in cinemas April 12. Scotty Eastwood, appreciate you coming on the show.
3: Hey, thank you for having me. Sydney, Fitzian, Whipper, Nova.